This special episode of the Skift podcast features Skift founder and CEO Rafat Ali looking ahead to early 2022 and what impact the Omicron variant may have on the travel industry. Visit skift.com to read our continuing coverage. And now, a note from Rafat. Hi there, everyone. This is Rafat from Skift. I figured I'll give some context to what's happening now in the world of travel. Well, the larger world with Omicron and its effect on travel, particularly this um, winter season coming up, the holiday season coming up. I mean, it's here already. And uh, into Q1 next year, that's obviously the visibility that I think most of us have some sense of after that, the less so. So I guess the headline is, what happens now? That is the question that the travel industry has to grapple with even as it was coming out particularly over summer and even fall this year of the devastating impact it has had over the last two years now almost two years now um, since the pandemic started and a lot of optimism in the industry we had our skiff global forum in mid-september that was sort of the other end of the initial delta scare and all the CEOs that came, most of them came in person, were really optimistic about where travel was going in 2022. Um, and forward bookings for this winter was was really high. Uh, was going to be probably the most expensive and the busiest uh, winter travel season on record, uh, both domestically in U.S. and internationally, globally as well. As uh, the the virus was uh, looked like it was in control. So with uh, Omicron, obviously there are a few variables. Uh, let's try and break it down. Domestic leisure travel. That, it looks like, at least in U.S., for this holiday season will be fine. Obviously cancellations because just the spread of uh, the variant is is uh, mind-bogglingly fast. But for those who are vaccinated and boosted and take the precautions, travel generally is okay. Dr. Anthony Fauci said this yesterday as well. And so, um, obviously, those who are unvaccinated and don't care, for them it doesn't really matter. I mean, Florida, obviously, as you know, has always been the post-COVID state and will continue to be that. So... Domestic travel should be fine from a business perspective, whether you like it or not. The uh, domestic travel within Europe, with some of the lockdowns that are beginning to happen in Netherlands, there's some sense that England will go through it as well, will probably affect, will definitely affect um, the leisure travel. And so... But net-net, it'll still be, I think, decent enough for most of Europe, whether it's backyard tourism, short-term rentals, uh, and we'll come to that in a second, uh, should be fine. Uh, Asia, I think, very much still domestic destination. Latin America, potentially, to U.S. and vice versa, as well as to the Caribbean, should be 
affected is definitely being affected. It will continue to be, but we'll still um, have a decent winter compared to, let's say, a year ago, a year and a half ago. And um, so that's domestic. International, will, which was opening up particularly the transatlantic routes in the U.S. versus U.S. to Europe and vice versa, within Europe, internationally as well, uh, will grind to a halt. Are already are um, obviously uh, many of the African countries, um, unfortunately, have uh, be, uh, have been have been bearing the brunt of it over the last two three weeks. So that's will continue and will delay the recovery in international leisure travel. We'll come to business in a second. Um, let's continue on leisure. And then in leisure, who benefits? It very much will follow the pattern that has happened in, 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 in phases over the last two years. Um, because it's winter, at least this, this hemisphere, um, less outdoor, Obviously, more ski type activities, um, but that has a has a um, specific market than g- just general outdoor. And then short term rentals, Airbnb, Verbo, all the other players, vacation rental players, globally, as well as locally in the U.S. will continue to benefit. States like Florida, some of the sunshine destinations will continue to benefit as a result of. They seem to be, you know, U.S. will not close. There's no chance of lockdown anywhere in U.S. where too politically um, sensitive. Sensitive is obviously underplaying that uh, a topic or subject to even bring up. So um, short-term rentals will benefit, continue to benefit. I think there's going to be some pullback from hotels, but there was some news I saw that uh, Wyndham, um, for you know, for instance, a brand like Wyndham that um, caters primarily to um, uh, to, to the mid scale market will continue to be fine. Some of the other uh, hotels may see some pullback. I think airlines, obviously, domestically will be fine. Um, they're going through labor issues, so I think this will, in fact. Uh, rebalance some of the stuff, some of the cancellations will rebalance some of the labor issues, shortage issues, and net-net should be okay for them domestically. Um, tour operators that had just started uh, getting some international bookings, uh, well, to, uh, getting some international tours going, unfortunately will bear the brunt of this again. They had flexible policies, will continue to have flexible policies going ahead. So uh, generally the consumer, in this case, controls uh, everything and will get the, f- the benefit of the flexible policies that almost every tour operator has in place at this point. Delayed. Uh, so money hopefully won't go out from the tour operators, but just the tours will be delayed again into 2022. Let's come to business, travel, and events industry, two very interrelated industries, and um, some of it affects us as well, which I'm going to talk about in a second as well. So business travel that was coming back pretty 
rapidly. And in fact, it was surprising how quickly it was coming back after prognostications of 2023, 24, 25 in terms of recovery earlier last year and into this year. Particularly, um, the domestic business travel from small and medium businesses was coming back fast. Events industry was coming back fast. In fact, there was a period, say October to November, September, mid-September to October to November, where everybody in my LinkedIn feed seemed like they were at an industry conference. So that will... Um, be definitely be affected. I think many. Well, I know many of the conferences in this um, last few weeks have been cancelled. Well into Q one, some of the trade shows have been cancelled. So people are uh, are now swinging the opposite way um, from say let's say March April twenty twenty, where they waited until the last minute, still trying to figure out what this COVID thing was. To now, I would humbly say overreacting in many ways particularly for those in Q1, those cancelling Q1 events. So business travel international will continue to remain shut. That was very slow in opening up. Will continue to remain shut. The companies that, um, particularly tech and finance companies that were doing a return to office plans are now, you know, you can put 100 um who knows who knows emojis uh, after this remark who knows what when that's going to be at this point it seems like fall 2022 is my sense because um, you know q1 is shot and then summer will be hard for to get people back into offices and so at this point that's what it seems like what that means is um, business travel recovery will be delayed again uh, well into 2022 international business travel particularly domestic depends on um you know what happens with the with the with the boosters and the the news today that um moderna booster has um this is early results has really good effect uh, against the virus the omicron virus is great news and um is great news for everybody in their daily lives but also great news for the travel industry. Obviously, Moderna's availability is limited to certain rich countries. So travel industry, that's heavily concentrated in some of these rich countries, including US and UK and other parts of Europe, will benefit. And so so that's the case. In terms of event industry, at this point, it's very hard to plan. I mean, we at Skift have our full 2022 slate of events decided. We did that a few months ago. Um, have been playing with it in terms of which ones are, are in person, which ones are um, in person hybrid, which ones are virtual only. In fact, we have a list of about 12, 12 events or so, most of which were going to be in person. There was going to be three or four that were hybrid, sorry, virtual only. But at this point, we have an event mid uh, January that was going to be a hybrid in person our 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 flagship megatrends franchise that we launch every year and that was in new york that is in new york planned for new york about january 19th um at this point we don't know i think it, what if it doesn't happen in person um it was an invite only event um three hour four hour event 
where we would present the megatrends. It would turn into a studio type where some of the speakers may come in person, some of the local speakers. We would, and then virtual, and we would do a, a hybrid virtual only event, but it's, but it's a mix of people not sitting in the bedrooms, not all speakers sitting in the bedrooms, but um, a mix of some speakers in person, some speakers virtual. Obviously, everybody watching in, listening in, the audience, attendees would be virtual all of us. So that's what it seems like what's going to happen. Um, or at least that's what we're moving towards. We don't know. Anyway, the, the sentiment over the next two weeks is very important. Uh, the political will to make sure... One of the, one of the positive things that, that, uh, that has happened in sort of a, a post-vaccinated world which again is not the the case, but um, you know, for argument's sake, let's continue with that. Um, is that testing? Rapid testing is becoming um, a big part of the conversation. Which is how do we make testing availability not PCR, but just rapid, so people and rapid self test kits. Which in country like UK, they've done a great job. In US, they've not. So um, a bunch depends on getting these rapid fifteen minute. Um, antigen viral it's called different things in different places will have some validity in making um, travel restart again Um, and so I think travel industry has a big role to play in making sure that these test kits are available um, whether for before flights um, hotels other types of destination and tourism things, um, activities. And so I think testing is becoming a big part. Um, testing uh, turnarounds and PCR are, are very likely going to continue to increase, unfortunately, because it's just the load of people. And so this is why rapid testing becomes important for people to get together or, or people to feel safe to do anything. Uh, I think one of the biggest variables that, are, that is there, and I'll end with this, is what happens with schools. And if schools get closed, most of the schools are um, are obviously finishing next week, at least um, in um, the Western Hemisphere and also pretty much everywhere else in the world for holidays. Um, so in many cases, many of the schools are, are taking an early winter break as in uh, news about different different counties in the US breaking early so n- next week being um, uh, off as well instead of the week after starting the week after um, it looks like that's where it's heading towards and um, the key question is would the schools be able to come back virtually sorry in person um, after the winter break and that's a big big thing one of the things that were the unintended benefits of if the schools do go virtual, you will see again a boom of remote work, um, uh, people living on Airbnb. Um, I think that's obviously benefited companies like them. Families moving out of cities, at least temporarily, and um, going somewhere else, particularly warmer destinations, to, to schools virtually from there. I think you'll see um, a big rise in that. So 
a lot depends on schools. It's always dependent on schools um, for travel. Travel and schools are travel and school are intertwined um, very much for the reason that daily life is important um, and takes precedence over everything. So if daily life, meaning schools, etc., become more um, normal that uh, helps in travels recovery. So that's my sense. I've tried to put everything in context there. Um, I don't think there's any answers. The, the point is the boosters will come fast. This is not doom and gloom. And I think we're in this phase for another month and a half, another 30 or 45 days, and we'll come out of it as news about boosters and, and, and um, vaccines come out fast. And uh, at least in the, the over, um, oversupplied Western worlds, obviously there's a lot of pl- parts of the world that don't have vaccine and it's shameful and there's so much that needs to be done there. And so, so that's my sense. Don't panic. Hold on for another 30 to 45 days travel industry. And there's a good chance we'll be back on track or at least back on track on the recovery track. Okay, here's to a great uh, or at least safe holidays for, for all of us and see you on the other side. That was Skift founder and CEO Rafid Ali. To learn more about Skift's upcoming events and 2022 calendar, please visit live.skift.com. We hope to see all of you in person soon and from everyone at Skift, have a great new year.